to my man Curtis Quillen. And uh, Curtis, uh, uh, greetings to you on this zero week of high school football. I mean, is this uh, is this new found fame that you have? I mean, you've always been famous, but now you're the sports <laughs> director. Uh, does this mean that you have to stay in the studio on nights like tonight, or or can you still, from time to time, get out in the field a little bit? Oh, I will be forcing myself in, into the field every now and then. I just I, I think I might have to stay in the studio for the ten o'clock, but. Uh, either way, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's uh, don't get me wrong. Being at the game of the week, some of these atmospheres we go to for our game of the week are just amazing. I mean, when we've done Temple Belton in the past and we've done, you know, uh, Midway Temple and Waco High Temple, just so many amazing games. Just, you know, it's it's not the same in studio, but I will make sure that I get my, my taste of being out in the field because that's the – that's probably the thing I miss most is uh, being out in the field some of these some of these high school football Fridays. We like seeing you live with those coaches before the game, you know, because that's what they want to be. The, the, the coaches are pretty cool, and, and but some of them, boy, some of them you could tell. They always had their game face on, and you'll do one of those live reports like an hour or two before kickoff. I always loved that. Now, let's go around the area a little bit. This Temple-Westlake game, I mean, that's exciting. When you strap it on with Westlake, that's a 6A state champion, and they're rolling in there. I mean, that's it. This Scott Stewart's a guy. We had him on the other day, and I don't know if you got to hear him, but it's. I love how I loved his approach. I said, "What about he, this? Uh, what about this uh, tour that uh, Todd Dodge is on? You know, his. This is it for him, man. This is it. Are y'all going to give him a gift? And and I think Scott Stewart told me, well, yeah, if they want a gift, they'll have to stop at the store on the way to the stadium. I love yeah, he's going to make him go to Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, by the way, what 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 is your go-to at Bucky's? I, I've got mine. Like, if you're making a Bucky stop, uh, and I'm I'm talking I'm not talking about like just for you're going into the news station, you want a big gulp type drink. I know that's Seven Eleven, um, but like if you're on a road trip and you stop in at a Bucky's, what are you picking up? Ooh, man. I've got I've I've gotten it all before. I've hit the kiosk there, gotten a wrap or or their club is delicious. I've gotten just the pre-made stuff ready to go. The the smoked turkey is my go-to there. Um, if they're done serving like the breakfast burritos, um, the kolaches are one of my favorite things that they have. And then I mean, seventy-nine cents for a forty-four ounce uh, fountain drink—that's just outrageously cheap. And I will I will get one of those every single time that I go there. Yeah, I mean, you've become pretty thin from what I've been able to determine, so you may have changed up some of your uh, habits. But uh, I will say that bohemian garlic jerky is the way I go, and then I'll get some of that sharp uh, or that smoked cheddar. And I like to kind of work on that, get a few slices. Or if uh, if they used to kind of have a beef stick that I really liked, a little bit of a spicy beef stick. And I'd put that One of my guilty t- pleasures yeah. they have is their pork tenderloin, like the cup with the pork tenderloin and then the, the cheddar and the, and the pepper jack with the pretzels and stuff like that. That was, man, before I lost all the weight, that was one of my guilty pleasures for sure. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I tell you, I, uh, every once in a while on a late night high school football, you need to kind of get, get by there after you've been up in the studio and all of that. Okay, let's get back to football. You got me uh, thinking about all this food. Temple Westlake. 
I mean, what a battle this this could be. Now, Westlake, everybody's going to – if we were putting a line on this game, I would say probably Westlake is going to be favored by 17 to 21 points. I, I Probably so. But Temple is a proud, proud program. How do you how do you see this one playing out, and, and and what do you think about this Temple program? You know, I think this Temple program this is a this is a measuring stick game, right? I mean, Scott Stewart's a defensive guy. He takes so much pride in that defense, and he's finally got a veteran defense for the first time as a as a six A school that he's got a veteran defense, and that's the thing that's going to have to carry the Wildcats this year. Not to say that the offense is going to be bad. Samari Howard's back, and he's electric. But you have the sixth starting quarterback in as many seasons for the Wildcats this year. And that, that lack of consistency has its effect. I mean, the terminology has all stayed the same. The scheme has all stayed the same. But the personnel has, you know, it's been like a revolving door on the offensive end of the, of the field for the Wildcats. And so this defense is where Temple is going to make its hay this, this fall. And they're going to be tested right out of the gate. They're going to figure out what it's going to take to make a run in 6A Division II, Region II. They're going to figure out what it's going to take to repeat in District 12, 6A this year because, you know, this is arguably the best quarterback in the state of Texas with Quinn Ewers sitting out the season in Kate Klubnick going to Clemson, can, can put the ball where he wants it, when he wants it, how he wants it to get there. I mean, this is that's going to be the biggest storyline of this game to me. I understand that the Westlake defense is amazing, and it's led by a UMHB alum and Tony Salazar, who is the guy that I would put money on to replace Todd Dodge as head coach there um, on Lake Austin. But this is mm. a it, it's it's the Temple defense against the Westlake offense that is the most fascinating storyline of this game to me, and I think it's one of those where if the if this defense goes out and plays like it's shown it can against teams like Waxahachie, Colleen Shoemaker, Parker Heights, then I think that we could be talking about a very, very close and competitive game. And either way, this is, you know, the beauty of the way the Texas high school football uh, world is, is composed. This game doesn't affect Temple's playoff bracket. It doesn't affect anything of that sort. It has really – no bearing on its season other than it is an awesome measuring stick and a great way to figure out where Temple is now and what it needs to do to get further down the road. Yeah, because they ran into Heath. Did you see that Heath score last night? I think it was like 56-49 or something. They can put up some flat-out points, and they throw it all oh, around yeah. a yard a little bit. So we'll see because I would think I would think that game might have been a good preparation for this, and hopefully – They've, they've grown that secondary up a little bit. Okay, uh, other games of note. Talking to Curtis Quillen, Channel 6 News Director. Man loves to stay in the studio these days. Uh, but I this uh, Lake Belton, Mahia. Now, I was hearing, somebody told me Lake Belton like had a million kids come out. Like that, that is a growing place, and that is going to be a big-time uh, program uh, in, in the coming days. Now, Mahia had that weird stuff going on with their coach. Don't know the whole story. Don't know if I want to know the whole story. But they've got, a, they've got a, an interim coach in there. Um, what do we think about this matchup? I think Aaron Nowell is as good as any, any coach in our viewing area. This is a man who's a tremendous high school football coach, and I don't have any reservations about him taking the reins of this Mejia program. Do, now, if I was – 
Mahay ISD, I would rather have just given the reins to him back on April 28th than seven days before or five days before the season starts. But that's not the that those aren't the cards that they were dealt. This is a Mahaya program that is was in a really good position when Frank Sandoval left for West Mesquite. But it, you've got some adversity that you have to overcome. I don't think this game comes down to anything scheme related. I truly don't because the talent's there and it, the attitude is there and these kids know what to do. I think that the bottom line in this game for Mejia is how do you deal with adversity? How do you deal with the fact that you're on your fourth head coach in three years? How do you deal with the fact that seven days before kicking this game off, you just lost your head coach? For Lake Belton, it's just weathering the storm. You don't have a single senior on this team. You don't have a single player who has played a down of varsity football on this team. And that's not breaking any news. That's something Brian Cope and his staff would be the first ones to admit to. But they brought really good coordinators in from some big-time 6A districts. And uh, you mentioned that this is an area that's going to be a problem in, in the future. And I think if you look around the athletic program, you can see that. This is a basketball team that competed in its 4A district. Uh, this is a girls' athletic program that made runs in how many different sports. I mean, the the softball team was three was you know one game from the state tournament with only freshmen and sophomores on the roster. Wow. So th- and wow. it's this is a school that is going to be a problem athletically once it gets seniors on campus next year. This football program wants to get things started cr- the right way, and they want to get it started tonight. Uh, it, it's weathering the storm. Remember. They have seniors. They have guys who've been in the weight room for an extra year uh, compared to you. You just have to make the capitalize on mistakes and limit your own. You have to play like a bunch of seniors as a team without any seniors. That's kind of how I yeah. – that, that's what the keys to this game are for me, and it's a fascinating matchup. Are you sure you don't want to be a coach? I mean, you just started <laughs> sounding like a coach there at the end. Limit those mistakes? My gosh, you've been a – I can tell you've been around a lot of coaches. Uh, that, that's good stuff. You kind of got me fired up. The keys to the game, Curtis Quillen, Channel 6, getting us ready. And, and these are some of the games the uh, Channel 6 is going to have their eye on tonight. Now, this Lorena-Franklin game. Now, I, I kind of like the Lorena. I got ties to that school. My mom, that was her first teaching job out there in Lorena. And um, I guess great friends from out there. Uh, and uh, I want to say that was the, the home of the great – was that John Henry back in the day for so. Baylor? Yeah, I think John yeah. Henry came out of Lorena. Whoa, that was a great running back and a great person. Uh, Lorena Franklin, what, what do we should we expect from this one? I think this is one of the best games in the state this week. And actually, if I remember correctly, I want to say John Henry's kid is on this Lorena team. And this mm-hmm. is a – you know, these are two teams that have their eye – on AT&T Stadium this year, and rightfully so. Lorena is the, the reigning District 11, 3A Division One champ. Uh, they take up a lot of the oxygen in the room in that district because of the talent that they bring back, because of the, the, the way that they made a run in such a brutal region last year, all the way to the regional semifinals, and that's the third round, I mean, against the team that wound up playing for a state championship in Hallettsville. This is, I mean, for Lorena, it's just picking up where you left off and kind of remembering that sour taste from, uh, from the Hallettsville game. Franklin, the slot T is the devil. This is a Franklin team that one point from a state championship with a, mi- with a missed extra point being the difference in, this, in that game. This is a Franklin team on a mission 
and I'm I'm I am expecting a knockdown, drag out, just brawl of a game between one of the most physical spread teams in our in our area and one of just the outright most physical teams in Central Texas. This is an awesome matchup, and I I cannot I'm fortunate enough that I'm the one shooting this game for our station, and I cannot wait to get the Leopard Field for that one. Boy, I like that. Get out there and shoot a little bit. Then you got to hustle back, be in studio. That is the kind of hustle that uh, Curtis Quillen displays. And, uh, Curtis, what is the – give us the rundown. You'll be on that 10 o'clock news tonight. Uh, but as far as, like, scoreboard show and, and catching up on everything, when's the best time to, to get – you know, I, I imagine you'll, you'll have a couple of different hits. We'll have our Friday Night Light show beginning during our 10 o'clock newscast, continuing after 10.30 on our social platforms, the, the 6 News mobile app, KCENTV.com, um, our Facebook and YouTube pages. Uh, our game of the week is where Nikki Latarulo is uh, going to be at this week. She will be Bosqueville at Clifton, which is another it's very similar to a Lorena Franklin-type matchup. Uh, clash of styles, two teams out to prove a point this year. Really excited about that one. Um, and then Matt Lively, our our intrepid new uh, our news and sports reporter, he'll be uh, drawing studio duties alongside myself, and he's doing the the FM ninety three run through Belton. He's starting out at, at Tiger Field for that Lake Belton Mahia game, then he's going to get to go see Salado and Troy uh, over at UMHB for a little bit before heading over to Central Texas Christian School, where you know they're kind of bringing in a new era against the team that got mm. that they beat for their first playoff win since becoming an eleven man program. Uh, really fun night. We'll have that Temple Westlake game. We'll have the Academy Rogers rivalry renewing, and then we'll have uh, La Vega against uh, Katie Jordan tonight too. Really excited about our slate of games tonight on Friday Night Lights. What did you think about our uh, colleague and friend Matt Roberts? I mean, and also uh, hated rival uh, going over to uh, over to Baylor. I mean, can you imagine just switching sides and? over there running interference for the Bears? Can you – I mean, this is a man, you know, who's supposed to be beating down the bushes for news, and now he's <laughs> going to serve as trying to present the best stories possible for the Baylor Bears. I mean, are we – do we still want to talk to Matt? How do you feel about this? You know, as much as we're supposed to be competitors, Matt Roberts is someone that I've looked up to in this industry and someone who, when I got – when I signed my contract to become sports director, I started asking him for advice. This is someone that – I have an enormous amount of respect for the way he handles his business and uh, there at Fox 44 and somebody who – he does it the right way and he works his tail off and someone who I've kind of tried to embody a little bit whenever I do my – and I – I'm super stoked for him that he he's got you know is it sad to see him leave TV absolutely he's got you know a beautiful one year old daughter and a beautiful family there and I cannot blame him at all for you know getting to spend some more time with it with his family I'm super super stoked for him and uh, you know I'm sad to see him leave leave TV news because he is one of the good ones but I'm excited to uh, continue to work with him as he goes to Baylor I think his real I think the real bone to pick is for the Tech grads. You got two tech grads who are defecting to go wear green and gold uh, for a living over there at Baylor with Brooke Bednar's at ba Baylor Vision and then now Matt Roberts in the Sports Information Office. But super happy for Matt. And, yeah. Uh, glad I get to keep working with him. Yeah, if I see him put his guns up ever, it's a, it's on, you know, because I am a <laughs> Baylor Bear. 
Uh, so we we shall see. And by the way, for anybody who thinks that get becoming an SID, you get to spend more time with your family. I may have news for Matt. I'm not sure that's how <laughs> David K runs things over there, but okay. Uh, may, maybe it will. Maybe it hey, will help with some of those less, late nights. He'll, he'll have he'll have more days without late nights than he would in TV. I'll, I'll okay. give him that. Okay, I was just going to say David K will be calling us both. This is not more time with his family. All right, uh, Curtis, good to good to visit with you, and uh, hope to do this every Friday. We'll uh, I'll send you the contract over like I did last year. And we'll see if we can move <laughs> forward. But I, I appreciate you, buddy. Sounds good. Looking forward to it, Matt.